0: hello welcome to another episode of the short pale and handsome podcast i'm your boy loy lee today is january 24th monday how are ya how's your ma tell her i said hi um yeah man another episode we back at it how are ya? how how have you been man uh i got nothing you know with uh with everything going on and the uncertainty of the world i have just been plugging away doing what i think is work <laughs> doing what i think is best for my career sometimes you have to like look forward and be like hey what could what could i be doing and then just try to like look at the big picture and then also figure out what out of this big picture like what are the little parts what are the little parts that we could be doing every day to be doing what you want to be doing? I don't know. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm not Gary V. I'm Lloyd Lee. Kind of rhymed. Uh, <laughs> listen, I just want to do, I, I think, a lot of my mental uh, anxiety. Is that mental? I don't know. The anxiety, the things that I have anxiety over comes down to like the the big picture. And then I'm looking at all the little things that need to be done. And as opposed to being doing one thing, I'm doing hundreds of little, little things. And then when I miss one day and then I've got two, three, four little things to do and then it just piles up and I just don't want to do it. But I think that it's important to do the little thing so when you do have some downtime, you have something to be doing, right? There, There is always a to-be-done-to-be-doing. It doesn't even make sense, Loy. There's always something to do that needs to be done that you could be doing, so you should do it. But you don't know it. You can't do it if you don't know it needs to be done. Uh, You know, when you go, oh, maybe i just sit down and do nothing and just stare at the wall for – God knows how long. I'm going to stare at the wall until I'm bored of doing that, and then I'm going to go find something way more exciting than staring at the wall. Well, you could look down and you listen and go, hey, there's some shit you could be doing. You should be doing that. The little things. And I say all this to say – I say all of that to say this. Like I have been focusing a lot of my time and effort on TikTok – and I know I've talked shit about it before. I'm like, oh, I'm just doing these dances. Like, ah, ah, ah TikTok, do these TikTok dances. I'm too old. I'm 41 years old. Why am, I, why am I doing these fucking dances? No idea. But I've been finding, you know, comfort in doing the little things that I feel like I'm getting some leeway done. It's about the dopamine, right? You, you, you make lists so you can check shit off. You go, yeah, 10 things done, fucking done, done, did it. And just cross them off. And it's that dopamine kick where you're just like, yeah, I accomplished some shit today. Hooray for me. Hooray. Uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing like five TikTok videos every day for the last God knows how long. Don't count, Loy. Don't count. It might have been two weeks. It might have been a month. I don't know. But I do find that there is like a dopamine hit when I do the video and I post it. And then I can use the same video to post it on my IG reels and then my Facebook reels and my YouTube shorts. And then all of the other places as opposed to doing five things for, for here, and then five things for there, and then five things for there. I'm doing five things that just happens to look like I'm doing 40 things. And that, my friends, is what gets me going. Those are the things where you're like, hey, I tricked the system to think that I'm doing a shit ton of shit. No, I'm just repurposing all of my things to make it look like I'm doing way more things. Uh. <laughs> That's how my brain works, people. Like, it, does, I know it doesn't make sense. And for, like, the three people that it does make sense, you go, wow, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know I could do it too until you just stop caring. You're like, oh, I need to do five things for TikTok and then five different things for Facebook and then five different things. No, no, just uh, TikTok is, like, on the cutting edge of trends, right? The sounds, the the uh, not the dance. Well, yes, the dances, but I don't do the dances. What I'm saying is, TikTok is like on the cutting edge of the trends, the sounds, and the the things, and the whatever. I don't have the words. I don't have the words, but they're, they're they're the cutting edge. So I do like the five things on on TikTok. I record it, and then you know move on to the next day. But then I realize like, oh, I could probably do the same five things on Instagram. So I've been going back into my list of things and putting it on Instagram. And then, like, weeks later, I'm like, oh, I could probably put that on Facebook. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody's like, oh, I saw this on TikTok. You are an imposter, which was exactly what I was expecting. But, no, I just put, like, I just went back to the beginning and just started putting stuff from the beginning out on on Facebook. and And then YouTube Shorts, same thing. Go to the back, all the way to the back and bring out old stuff. And to them, it looks new. That's how I do it. And then uh, it really is like it, it's this really this crazy imposter syndrome because I'm afraid people are going to see behind the cou- curtains and they're like, oh, you're not the Wizard of Oz. You're just a guy doing the little things. I don't know what this is. Uh, I'm making sh- stick shift. Uh, uh, is that, isn't that that what the, the Wizard of Oz was doing with this pulling levers and stuff? Yeah, that's what I feel like I'm doing. And then someone's someone's little toto dog is going to come down and move the curtains. And I'm like, oh, uh, da, da, don't don't pay attention to that guy. I don't know. Uh, I will say TikTok is very, very strange. Um, if you've been on it, that's great. Right. It's just like a, a ridiculous time suck. You Seven to seven seconds to a minute, two minutes and you just go, oh, that's crazy, crazy. And you just three hours later, you're like, oh, I, I learned how to fucking shoe a horse, or I learned how to cornhole, or whatever <laughs> cornhole. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you've you've dedicated two, three hours of TikTok, and then now uh, you realize, like, you realize there's a whole world of things out there. Like, I watched, I, no bullshit, I've watched at least an hour of horse shoeing shit, right? having to do with shoeing a horse. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, I knew putting a horseshoe on a horse was a thing, but, like, the thing that went into the thing, I didn't realize. And now, after, I mean, it took me seven days to watch two hours worth of something because TikTok goes, oh, you like horseshoes? Let's just pepper that in now. And now, as opposed to one out of every hundred videos, it's now it's like one out of 50 videos. And then they go, hey, oh, he, this dude really likes horseshoes. And they sprinkle it in one every 25 videos. And then now it's like every seven videos I'm watching fucking horseshoeing shit. I feel like I could be a cowboy now or, or at least a medieval uh, blacksmith, right? <laughs> but tiktok is strange man i i will say it doesn't make sense to me like the algorithm the algorithm everything i'll tell you this story if you go on my tiktok page loyly comedy do it don't do it follow me whatever whatever i uh i wasn't doing much i was posting you know a couple a day couple of days a week like not really into it i posted this one reaction to this lawyer I was reacting to a lawyer reacting, it's like Inception, to a video where this woman was like, hey, I'm putting laxatives in my creamer because my coworkers keep on stealing that shit. And um, I reacted to it. I posted it months ago. And it got like 30 views. And I'm used to uh, 30 views is maybe a lot of views to you. But to me, I need at least 100. I need three digits of of views before I feel less empty inside. So it was doing like 30 views when all of my other videos, which still doing, are doing like 100 to 200 views. 30 views. And I didn't think anything of it. I just said, fuck it. Months go by, literal literal months, like two months go by, and I go, ah, maybe I'll just re-upload it, right? Just put it up the same video, don't edit it any different, edited it, edited it, damn. I just put it up, just put it up, and I did. Went to bed, woke up, 70,000 views. Crazy, right? It went from 30 views to 70,000 views the next day. Well, guess what? Weeks later, I'm at almost nine million views. Am I bragging? Yes. Did I re-upload it again just to see? Yes. And that is like another, I think, seven hundred seventy thousand views. Whatever, doesn't matter. Shit ton of views. And I'm pumped, right? Because they go, oh, if this is gonna do eight, nine million views, right? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get some. I'm going to get some residual shit off this, right? All of my other views, 1,000. If the views aren't a 1,000 or more, I don't want it. Well, turns out didn't turn out that way, right? All my other views, all everything else that I've been posting, I've been posting five times a day every day, and I'm getting still 100 to 200 views. That's my lane. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I am thankful, right? It went from... Uh A hundred and fifty followers, which probably all Russian bots or crypto bots or somebody that just wants me for my money or lack thereof and now i'm almost at five thousand. I can't seem to break the five thousand followers, but I'm almost at a million likes, so just on paper i'm like I'm glad I got the the paper on paper boost the boost that is to be like on paper, right? So you go and you go, Oh shit, this dude's got almost five thousand followers, almost a million likes. That's crazy. And then you there you go. Toto pulls back the curtain, go, there it is, I am a fucking imposter. Imposter. Imposter, you know, I look you boom boom now. Which is probably making a comeback uh, on TikTok. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's TikTok makes no sense, and I, I I'm doing something right, but at the same time, I'm probably doing two or three things wrong. Uh, that is just how I feel on everything. So uh, we'll see how this goes. But yeah, TikTok doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but it's good though, you know, it, it 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 allows me to get that dopamine kick of just oh I'm doing something, even though I can't go out. Eh, I probably could go out. I don't want to go out. I just want to do this. Going out just seems to be problematic, like going out and doing comedy, where you go out, you wait, you do your thing, five, ten minutes, come home, and then, you know, like, it's just not where it should be. Like, I can't go out three, four times a night anymore. So we've got to figure out how to burn this candle at another end. How can I just be depressed doing stuff busy and depressed, but doing a different type of busy and being the same type of depressed? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh moving right along, i um uh i I got my headshots done, and yay, hooray, right because that's the business thing that I'm supposed to do. That's the business side of the business that I hate. And I, I've always hated getting my photos done. And I don't mean like getting my pictures taken. That's fine. I just, hey, smile. But like a photo shoot, I hate photo shoots. I can't do it. I, I, I don't like it. Uh, I'm not comfortable. I don't look comfortable. And you should know, like, as an actor, if you're not comfortable getting your headshots done, that should be like a crazy, like, red flag. like. You're probably not going to – you're probably going to have problems in the industry if you don't like to get your photos done. And uh, that makes sense now. In retrospect, as a comedian, looking back on my acting career, and you know, go, oh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> – you can't fucking get sent out when you're still using the same headshots. I, 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 the issue is this. It's, like, actually compounded. It's twofold. I don't like to get my photos taken. Like, I don't like photo shoots. Uh, I, I don't like that, but I definitely don't like to spend money to get my photos done with the hopes to get money from a different It didn't make, it made perfect sense. It just did not sit well with me. And as an actor, I mean, you should be getting your headshots done often. Um, as an actor, you're supposed to get your headshots done. I don't know. Once every six months, at least once a year. And you should just be comfortable getting your headshots done. And I never was. I uh, was never comfortable spending the money to 100 hundred, two hundred, three hundred $200, $300 or more to get your headshots done, and I felt like a lot of agents, if they can't get you in the room, they can't get you auditioned, they're going to blame your headshots, and I believe that that's like part of it, right, but that's part of the job, and that's also like the work excuse. It's like the common excuse, like, oh, you're late for work. Oh, yeah, like uh the traffic, right? And everyone just goes, Okay, that makes sense. Traffic, you know, you know how traffic can be. And then agents they use like the similar excuse, like, oh, uh, uh, uh you haven't been you haven't got an audition in a few weeks. Uh, maybe it's your headshots. Yeah, let's you should go get your headshots done. Uh redone because you know, you need new headshots, and that's just it's like the the standard, and most actors go, Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Looking new headshots, right? Because my hair's grown a little bit. Doesn't matter. I And I always felt like I had that old man syndrome. Like, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> and I got some great photography friends. Like, I I literally could have asked, I should have asked my boy uh, Rollins. He's a phenomenal photographer. And he was just in here in town. I was hanging out with him and his wife. What up, Rollins? Good to see you, man. Uh, I should have asked you to do my headshots while you were here in town. And they're just something. That's like the Asian part of me, the Asian gene. I just can't ask. I can't ask. Can't ask for favors. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I got my headshots on. And they were fine, right? I got them back super quick. They're me. I look like me. Me, like the what I think I look like. I saw it with my eyes and go yeah that that's that's me that's me uh what's great is this: my wife is basically moonlining as my assistant manager the assistant to the assistant manager to me right uh I don't have a manager, but I bring her along i I, I let her know like listen she knows shes se- she's seen more than one photo shoot with me, and she understands like how bad I am in these things, how uncomfortable, comfortable, uncomfortable that I I am in these things, and um, she was a gem, she just kind of go, yeah, 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 yeah. just, uh, y- your chin, your chin is showing, because she knows that I am super self-conscious about my double chin, she goes, uh, open your eyes, which, if you weren't watching, if you were just watching and you didn't know us, you'd be like, Wow, oh, that's, that's kind of a fucked up thing to say. But no, she knows that I'm self-conscious about my eyes. And when I smile, I close my eyes. I think it's gotten worse. I, I swear, like, it's... My eyes have become sleepier the older I get. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. But yeah, she 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 is a gem. And uh, she kept me on, on pace. But then I saw the pictures and I go holy shit do I have a man bod. And I said, I looked at it and go, fuck, I got man boobs. I got dad boobs. And I I don't, I'm not a dad. I just, I am the dadless dad boob body guy. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It was uh, was hard to look at. Hard to look at. And I I said, I'm going to get a bow flex. I'm going to be committed this time. Just like Star-Lord. I, uh, I, yeah, so the photo shoot went well, Uh, I got to pick, and this is even, this is the part of the process, of the headshot process that I hate, is like, okay, I got 300 pictures, now I got to go look through all of them, and all of them, I'm looking back at me, looking at me, trying to figure out which one is not good. Because that's how you start off, right? You got 200 and you go, okay, that one, your eyes are closed, crop that, blah, 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 right? And you narrow it down. If you're lucky, you narrow it down to like half the photos if you're lucky. Let's say I'm lucky. Let's say I'm going to go through it after this and I get to like 150 uh, pictures. And then you go, okay, what can I do with any of these? And then you try to repurpose them. Out of 250, 300 photos, I got to Pick six. Pick six to the house so yeah that's uh, that's going to be I, I as i'm thinking about doing it i'm starting to sweat like i don't like this part of the process it's tedious and then and then i feel like it's becoming you get down you start narrowing it down you go okay these are the ones that i like you know out of let's say 150 you get like 50 that you like and then you go which ones can i use and then you narrow it down to 10 and then it, it then it becomes like 10 things i hate about you the 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 headshot portion of it's like is it this this one or do you like this one and it's like a different shirt it's like the same pose different shirt i'm becoming that guy this is the part of the process that i hate Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, David Ortiz, go to the Hall of Fame. Hooray. Anyways, uh, moving forward. Uh, As you know, just so you know, after you're done listening to this, you know that I'm going through hours of painstakingly trying to pick which one of my face pictures is more acceptable than the other pictures of my face. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, but I do, need, I do need to update my website. I am actually going to dedicate this year to my my merch shop. You finally get some of these shirts available to you, which is a financial – I don't want to say burden, right? That, that's not the word. It's a financial endeavor. Uh, you got to put some money out in order to make some money, which is small business. That's like small business 101. You got to spend money to make money. And I just don't want to spend the money. So here we are. We're going to do it today, Lloyd. We're going to go out there. We're going to put up a shop. Be on the lookout, guys. Be on the lookout. Okay, drinking my tea. Uh, What else is going on? Um, Funny thing. um, I've been watching. (laughs) I believe I was watching a lot of horse shoeing videos. Which led me. ...to Yellowstone, the TV show with Kevin Costner. And I've been watching a lot of that. It is probably the best writing in TV. If you are not familiar with it, book it. It is the best. It's literally the best writing. The dialogue, amazing. And then they did this uh, spinoff, the prequel, called 1883. And it is with uh, Sam Elliott, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw and Faith Evans... And I don't want to say buddy, right? I I say that a lot. Ah, buddy of mine. Uh, A guy that I'm so proud of. Uh, We were in acting class together. Uh, His name is LaMonica Garrett. He plays uh, Thomas, a Buffalo soldier, black man, cowboy, free slave. All of the things that are not really spotlighted. Spotlit. Whatever in uh in media today and uh so proud of him great role man um you <laughs> I hate saying this I hate saying like oh you knew I knew back in the day that uh and we're talking like 2000 and uh must have been 2009 must have been two thousand and nine, uh, two thousand and ten uh, acting class. And uh, La Monica is a tall, athletic man. He was been in his forties then. He's in his fifties now, and great guy, phenomenal guy, first and foremost. And you, there's something about him you just go, "Fuck, that guy's awesome." And he was in Designated Survivor. He was in um, Sons of Anarchy. And he was in, you know, I don't want to say bit roles, because, but small, smaller roles. He didn't get to showcase himself, and he showcased and showed out, and it is fucking amazing. And uh, what I, what I'm amazed by, that is what amazed, what amazes me, as proof is in the pudding. He, almost all of his scenes, he is playing opposite. Of Sam Elliott, the phenomenal actor Sam Elliott, and uh, he murders it. Sam Elliott is a monster, and and LaMonica is a beast of a different kind. And what I'm watching, as not an actor, but like as someone that just understands how difficult acting is, I will say like. It's not the emotions. It's uh, it's the pause. It's it's the feeling within the pause. It's not the sound of the voice. It's not the the urgency in the face. It's the emotion inside the 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 silence. And La Monica does it amazing. Like Clint Eastwood for prime example, and we'll stay in the genre. Clint Eastwood squints his eyes. You could tell he's choosing his words. Yeah. Go ahead. Make my day. You know, it's like that shit. It's the, it's, it's the emotion in the pause. You could tell like there's something going on in there. And it's not just him trying to remember the line. It's just not him being dramatic pausing. There, there is something. And Sam Elliott does the same thing. Sam Elliott just is smooth, calm, slow. But with, with feeling, LaMonica, same thing. You could see it between the lines just there's something going on in there. And it's not anything to do with acting, so to speak. And it's amazing. So if you haven't seen 1883, there's five episodes out right now. There should be another five coming out. It's on the Paramount Plus uh, uh, network. Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus app network thing, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Check out Yellowstone. Check out uh it's the same writer creator uh Yellowstone created Mayor of Kingstown which makes 1883 which is the prequel to Yellowstone but they'll have a spin-off of Yellowstone called uh the uh 46s and then apparently Taylor Sheridan the writer creator of those are also have in the works with uh something about the Kansas City Mobs including Sylvester Stallone, uh, Zoe Sananda, something about women marines. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton was something about oil men of Texas. So this guy is creating, creating, creating. And uh, there's one portion of creating, and there's another thing of he's just creating impeccable work, impactful work moving work. And I I look at myself and go, oh, I'm just creating TikToks. (laughs) I'm creating constant work for myself, but is it impactful? You know when you look at something and you just go, wow, that's beautiful. And then you look at something else and you go, that's impossible. I look at Taylor Sheridan's writing and go, that shit is impossible. Like, not saying like just from – it doesn't make sense. Kobe Bryant, you go, wow, oh, that is amazing. And then you like, then you play basketball and you go, that shit is impossible. It doesn't make sense. It's impossible. You look at Steph Curry and you go, oh, yeah, he's shooting from fucking downtown Denver. And he it, – it's impossible. Then you try it, right? It, it's amazing. And then you try it and you go, this, this shit's impossible. Impossible and you and I tell myself like hey you don't you're not a writer, so like take it easy on yourself, but it just uh the process of writing doesn't make sense to me, and you go, oh, oh, oh you take it easy on yourself, you don't do it much, you you get better, and you go, ah, yeah, 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 no, I get it, but uh, know your limitations, <laughs> so i've been writing I've been writing, trying to put together my own stuff it's 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 uh I feel like I'm just writing with crayons on construction paper. It's jumbled. I hope someday I get to just the point where I can just hand over notebooks and just go, there's something in there. Just fucking help me figure it out. Like, <laughs> just put it all on the wall and separate it and sort it out and Sift through it and figure out what can we do with this fucking set of notebooks. That's what I hope. I hope I can just pay somebody to do it at some point. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. 1883, fucking watch it. You're, you're, you're seriously doing yourself a disservice if you're not watching it. I, and, I you know, Ozarks just came out and there's something beautiful about just getting here it's this season's 10 episodes it launches today here are all 10 episodes that's what i want but there is something just something beautiful about having to wait i don't like waiting but if it's worth it it's worth it. Like, my wife got the opportunity to watch Yellowstone from the beginning to, like, by the time she finished watching it, she binged it. She watched it in, like, a week. She she watched five episodes, uh, five seasons of Yellowstone, and that must have been, like, 30-something hours. She watched it in, like, four days. And then by the time she got to, like, the last episode, the the season finale season five finale was like the next day. So she literally only had to wait like one day and she was pissed. (laughs) She was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. I need to see this last episode. Yeah, it's coming tomorrow. What do you you mean tomorrow? (laughs) It was adorable. It was adorable. Uh, But it's, you know, watching 1883, I don't know what's going on as far as like the scheduling but they they played like three episodes, and then they skipped a week, and then they played two episodes and they skipped a week, and apparently the next five weeks will have the next five episodes. But having to wait a week is difficult. Having to wait two weeks is like cruel and unusual punishment. I would say that if it was not if it was not an amazing show, I would be annoyed. And if it wasn't a good show, if it wasn't a great show, I'd be annoyed. If it wasn't a good show, you would lose all all of my attention. If it's like, man, like a lot of times I'm watching shit and just go, ah, oh, I mean, fuck it, we're here, right? How many more episodes? Uh, I guess it doesn't matter. It's just it's just gonna pop up, right? The next episode will pop up, and let's just see where this goes. Six hours later, and you're like, ah, oh, well, I mean, uh, let's just let's just ride it out. Let it ride. Let it ride and see where it goes. But now, like if if the show was meh, eh, fuck it, I'll find something else. Because there seems to be a new show, new something every week. Every week there's something new. You, if you're not good, you're gonna lose my attention. Ah, uh, but anyways, uh if anybody cares, there has been an update to this podcast. Uh, I have updated my server, the hosting. Um, They changed their right price plan, and uh, I am going to not put out the money for it. So uh, I'm staying uh, like a lower tier, and I am losing the the first, I don't know, dozen or so episodes. So it was weird kind of downloading and deleting episodes from 2016. That's how long I've been doing this. Not consistently, apparently. I put out... several episodes a year, but I'm deleting stuff from, like, 2016, 2017, and as uh, time goes by, I will end up having to delete more, right? Uh, put an episode in, delete an episode of the tail end, who knows? Are you guys going back to 2017? Do you do you want to know what I was talking about? Uh, uh, if, if there's a need, if someone's like, hey, hey, I love the 2016 March third episode, where is it? It's not up there anymore. Then I'll find a home for it. But until then, it's it's just uh not anywhere at the moment. And it really comes down to just being unwilling to put out the money. And it will it bite me in the back at some point? Yeah. Yeah it will. It will. But uh do I care at this moment? Nah, I don't. Am I gonna put they're asking like five hundred dollars to host this podcast. I know, $500 a year, $500 a year to, no, no. It just sucks that I had, you know, 100, 200 episodes or some shit. So at this point, I'm not even really paying anything except for storage. So there's that. Eh. Anyways, if you guys are wondering what happened to the 100, let's see, episodes 1 through, I don't know, 40, let me know. I'll put it up somewhere. (laughs) Speaking of my finances, taxes. Taxes are coming up. I got to figure that shit out. And I know taxes are coming up because H&R Block commercials on, on YouTube are telling me, Hey, come do your taxes. Nothing is more depressing than looking back at all the money you did or didn't make. And then trying to like... Find deductions and then going through your credit card receipts so you get to see all the things you spent your money on. Whew. I mean, you have to, but don't do that. That is not my idea, fun. So and go, wow, I ate a lot of food. <laughs> I bought a bunch of books from Amazon. I bought a bunch of books from thriftbooks.com. Thriftbooks.com, everybody. Yep. Have I read them? Nope. Are they on my audiobook? Yep. <laughs> Anyways, uh do your taxes, people. I mean, it's it's January. You got February, March, April, you got a couple of months, get your ducks in a row, get it done, knocked out, get your money back. Um, anything else? Clean up my podcast. TikTok, 1883. Oh, okay. Sorry, going back to 1883. This is what I this is this is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. I got sidetracked. Lamonica Garrett, I love that guy. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about um 1883 was it is the live-action version of Oregon Trail. That is the premise. They are take going from Texas to Oregon and how difficult and uh, full, of, uh, full of problems, you know, of nature. You're fighting nature. You're fighting man. You're fighting just everything. Trying not to starve to death. Trying not to drown. Trying not to have dysentery and die. And we watched this in in Oregon Trail. It didn't make sense to me in Oregon Trail. You just go, oh, you just randomly going wrong. You got dysentery. And then like a couple minutes later, you're dead. You died from dysentery. And you find out what dysentery is as an eight-year-old kid. And you're like, fuck, you could die for that. I got diarrhea all the time. Probably from candy and being lactose intolerant. Not relevant. I didn't know you could die from it. And then as you get older, you go, that's weird. Like, I don't want to say in disbelief, but you go, huh, people just died from dysentery? That's crazy. And then now in 1883, you're watching it. You're like, oh, these people don't know you can't drink directly out of like a a hole in the wall, a hole in the ground? (laughs) Hole in the wall. Uh, Just a hole in the ground. There's just water. You, You can't drink puddles. Like, oh. They they didn't know that like they didn't know you had to boil your water, and then I, apparently uh, I was there I was watching the behind the scenes and the majority of people that died. Like the number one cause of death was falling off your wagon and your wagon killing you. <laughs> That's the number, we thought Indians, we thought malaria. Nope, nope, just fucking falling off your wagon. At some point so at some point like hey, maybe I should just tie myself down to this shit. And then somebody else was coming along like my body, my choice. You can't tell me to to seatbelt myself down. It it wasn't a seatbelt didn't have seats on on uh on the cards, so it was a bench a bench belt. I'm not doing it. Like, no, you should probably do it. You're going to hurt yourself. Nope. Nope, not going to do it. You can't tell me what to do. It's my body. <laughs> uh, like, no, you're going to fall. You're going to fucking, you're going to run over yourself. Well, that's my choice. <laughs> I don't know. So the number one death was like falling off of your, falling off your car. Apparently people were falling off your cards all the time. Just all the time, just fucking falling off their cart and just dying. That was the number one cause. Drowning. Starvation. Native American death by Native Americans apparently was like the top seven. People didn't even make it to see Native Americans. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even make it. And like Native Americans probably were like, hey, uh, that's a that's a really high seat. You should probably, I don't know, maybe just if you just tied yourself onto it. I don't know. Do you have like stirrups? And these coming from natives that like riding bareback, no saddle, just like ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. But yeah, what blew my mind was like how nuanced and difficult the Oregon Trail was. We all know the Oregon Trail difficult, and you just go, "Well, yeah, you're just you're you're riding a cart, it's slow, being pulled by horses or oxen or whatever," and you just. But it actually showcases how fucking full of scary and you know we're 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 in 2022 we should know a lot of the things to keep yourself safe like you know um um if you just see a random person like that was what's wild bandits right we all know bandits are a thing apparently they did too i don't know but then you just see a random guy come up on you and he's like hey 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 how are you i'm killing him i don't give a fuck shoot him if you're in the middle of nowhere, and no one can see me kill you, I'm not letting nobody see you kill me, right? I'm not letting that happen. Get on the floor! <laughs> and that's what happened. It was like one of the scenes. This guy just ran up. Like, it's a prayer. You can see this motherfucker coming from miles away, but you didn't. And he's like, hey, I, uh, I fucking I lost my horse. Like, yeah, 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 you're about to lose your life, son. <laughs> uh... I don't know what I'm saying. Did I just did I just confess to hypothetical murder? Ugh, this is gonna come back to haunt me. Anyways, guys, I appreciate your time. Uh, you y- you sat through another episode of the Show Pale Hands uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm your boy Lloyd Lee. I do love you guys. I feel better. Things are on the up and up. I'll see you guys next week. Tell your mom I said hi. Okay, bye.